Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Libertarian Europe. I'm Lucas Nunes. The Window Tax was a property tax based on the number of windows in a house, first introduced in Britain in 1696 and later on in France. It resulted in a new form of tax avoidance as people started to break up their windows in order to avoid paying the tax. Those old houses with windows having been bricked up or plastered can still be seen today in France and in Britain. In the late 1690s, King William III of England needed money for different reasons. First, he owed money to the Dutch for equipping his invasion to overthrow the previous king, James II. Second, there was a conflict in Ireland and the Nine Years' War on the continent to be paid for. Third, there were allies of James II in Scotland that he needed to expel. And finally, there was a currency crisis in England as coin-clipping practices made the shilling to lose value and the government to lose revenue. In case you don't know, the shilling was the old currency of England back then. In 1696, the solution was presented in the form of the duty on houses, light and windows, also known as the window tax. A collector could walk past somebody's house and then count the number of the windows from the outside. He didn't have to enter the house and no engagement with the taxpayer was required nor any declaration on his part. Windows cannot be hidden, so it was a hard tax to avoid. As with any other tax, the argument was that it was fair in the way that the more windows somebody had, the wealthier they were likely to be, and so the greater their ability to pay the tax. But, as Murray Rothbard pointed out, there can be no such thing as fairness and taxation. Taxation is nothing but organized theft, and the concept of a fair tax is, therefore, every bit as absurd as that of fair theft. The fact that this tax would only affect the rich was another fallacy. As Adam Smith stated in The Wealth of Nations, a house of ten pounds rent in a country town may sometimes have more windows than a house of 500 pounds in London, yet the poorer country house owed more tax. The window tax was introduced on a temporary basis, but as Milton Friedman pointed out, nothing is so permanent as a temporary government program. Meanwhile in France, l'impôt sur les portes et les fenêtres The French equivalent to the Wendell tax was introduced in 1798. All of that caused a new form of tax avoidance. The amounts to pay were low at first, starting with a flat rate of two shillings, equivalent to nearly 14 British pounds in 2019 per house with up to 10 windows, but over the years, they went up. Rather than paying 
People began blocking up their windows with bricks or plaster. Some people even painted the bricks in black and white to resemble the windows that were now missing. By 1718, it was already noted that the tax wasn't raising as much as the revenue had hoped. It is the Laffer Curves principle. The more the government greed for taxes, the less they actually get. But the government ignored this principle and instead of lowering the tax, it kept increasing, resulting in even more extreme tax avoidance. For example, homes were built with fewer windows, some were built with windows already bricked up, apartment buildings were constructed with entire floors of windowless bedrooms. But if you're thinking that it's going to stop here, no. In 1746, the government of King George II went even further and introduced the glass tax. The glass tax, which was later referred to by the medical journal The Lancet as an absurd impost on the light. These two taxes, the Wendell tax and the glass tax, became a cause of deformity in building, according to John Stuart Mill, and the threshold of the tax would determine the number of windows a house would have. When the Prime Minister, William Pitt, tripled the tax in 1797, a carpenter reported to the Parliament that a whole street had asked him to brick or to board up their windows. A consequence of this taxes was that it made people sick and increased mortality as a result of the humidity and the lack of D vitamin coming from the natural light. Epidemics of typhus, smallpox and cholera were made worse. Rickets were so common at the time in England that they were called the English disease on the European continent. The Lancet called the tox a direct encouragement to disease. By the 19th century, opposition to the Wendell tax was everywhere. The adage, free as air, has become obsolete, said Charles Dickens. Neither air nor light have been free since the imposition of the Wendell tax. The French writer Victor Hugo also criticized the tax in the sermon of Bishop Miriel, one of the main characters of his famous novel Les Miserables. My very dear brethren, my good friends, there are 1,320,000 peasants' dwellings in France which have but three openings, 1,817,000 hovels which have but two openings, the door and one window, and 346,000 cabins besides which have but one opening, the door. And this arises from a thing which is called the tax on doors and windows. 
Just put poor families, old women, and little children in those buildings, and behold the fevers and maladies which result. Alas, God gives air to men; the law sells it to them. That's the quote from Bishop Miriel from Les Misérables. Luckily, this tax came to an end in 1845, shortly after the reintroduction of the income tax. Sir Robert Peel repealed glass taxes, but the Wendell tax remained. Only in 1850 was a motion finally put before the Parliament to repeal it. It was said that the MPs cried they liked robbery when the matter was debated, although it could never be confirmed. Nevertheless, the idiom has lived on as an expression for the outrageous charging. The motion failed to pass. Only after another national campaign was the tax finally repealed in 1851. Another 75 years had to pass until this tax was repealed in France. This history shows the timeless government greed for taxes that are used for purposes that taxpayers never actually agreed to, and in the end, these policies, these taxes, harm people. But most importantly, it shows that the people are willing to change their behavior and fight to escape robbery. And defend their freedom and property from the government, even it means breaking up their windows. So we have reached the end of this episode. If you like this content, share it with your friends and please subscribe to our channels. You can also support us with some donation at our website, libertarianeurope.com. There you can also find a lot of interesting content, not only in English but also in other languages. Thank you for listening to this podcast. See you again soon. Stay brave, and most importantly, stay free.